The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own, and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy! Oh, dirty son of a... Hi, Carl. Carl. Carl's here. Are you ready? Good morning. What's happening, hot stuffs? Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. A podcast produced by four dudes. Adam Lee. Bloody, 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 blah. Nick Marty. Hi. 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 The Diesel Tom Ryan. Hello. Hello. Big Brother Jeremy. Hi. 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 Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. It's showtime! This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go again, October 28th, 2020. Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. My all-virtual group of co-hosts, starting with Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nick. Good evening, kind sir. How you doing tonight? Yeah, you you sound awesome now. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Doing great. Uh, Very, very nice. Happy Halloween. Yeah, it's too bad you're having uh, uh, connection issues because... um, I miss your face. Yeah, we can't see you, and it's weird. Yep. Yeah, well... The, the truth is, I'm just sitting here naked, and... Uh, well, why wouldn't you want to show us that? Yeah, because then Jeremy won't be able to focus. We all know this, oh. and he already struggles with his focus, and Balls. so... Uh, what? I, I, I wanted him What'd to be laser say? sharp for tonight. Balls. Yeah, there it is. The Diesel Tom Ryan, there he is. Balls. Yo! Yeah. What's happening? Hey, buddy. Um, You got a major, like... Is it cold in your house or something? Because you got a major, like, kind of, like... You got the hoodie nope. up, and the music's just making me feel like I got to be a little bit more—I don't know—sneaky, incognito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look like you do when you're outside my window. Sure do. He's a peeping yeah. Tom. He's I a usually have the binox Tom. going though. I was gonna yep. say you just don't have the uh, the night vision goggles on. Right. Yeah. There it is. Yep. And my camera's not fogging up in front of me <laughs> for my heavy breathing. <laughs> Like Rudy, <laughs> Big Brother Jeremy in the house. In the house. Do I usually introduce Jeremy and then Tom? Yeah, you you were backwards tonight. Was I? That's why I was caught off guard. Okay. Yeah, because at the end of the show, or most of the time, in between segments, I will say Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. There he is. And then other times. I say it the other way. Nick's always first, but I, it's, I think I flip-flop Jeremy and Tom. Um, so many things, guys, that I want to talk about beginning of the show because uh, we, we haven't been together in three weeks. Can you believe that? I missed no. you guys. October 7th, yeah, I believe was our last show, right? You are Just correct at, on that. Yeah, yep. Right Seems on. right. 
and if I recall, uh, we have we have some things to share as far as uh, certain. Um, we got in a little bit of trouble in certain aspects trouble. of our life, right? Jeremy, right? Well, yeah, yeah. What what in what context are we talking about here? We're talking about doghouse, right? I mean, yeah. the wives are just. The four Norsemen are proud to present Sleeping on the Sofa Sessions. <laughs> so, yes, that's Sleeping on the Sofa Sessions. And, uh, Jeremy, you've got a doozy for us this week. As far yeah, as. Yeah, I got a little bit of a story. Um. My wife and I share vehicles. She drives one one day and I drive one the other day and and so on and so forth. Our Equinox has a tire that leaks a little bit of air and every once in a while you gotta just put some air in it. It's not a big deal. Um, the great thing about you know our relationship is my wife is very type A and is organized and on top of things. And if, you, if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I am not those things, right? So um, she was very, she asked me, I think, two times the night before. Oh, no, it's Uh-oh. not supposed to be done yet. Okay. It's not, I'm not done yet. Don't no. cut me off that early. Um, That's what she, she asked. Me, <laughs> she asked me two times the night before. Uh, just make sure to check air in that tire before you leave, right? So the next morning I went to work and it was on my way to work. And I get a text. And I'm just going to read these texts to you guys just it's, as it's they, pretty they brilliant. Okay. So um, she said, Thanks for taking the car. Um, uh, did you add air to the tire? And I didn't respond right away. About three hours later, 9.38 a.m. No, I didn't add, add air to the tire. I think it's fine. Although there was a lot of smoke and sparks as I was driving to work today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> One o'clock. Smoke and sparks! Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. I immediately responded, yeah, I don't know, weird. I'll check it out before I drive home on it. Thumbs up. <laughs> Emoji. <laughs> Two hours later, as I'm leaving for work, 348, I just found a random picture of a tire that was just melted and and flat <laughs> and with the with the under with right underneath it, oops. <laughs> so when she got that text, I was actually on the phone with Adam. Yeah, and <laughs> she called me two times in a row, and and I didn't answer, of course, and uh, and finally I called her back after I was talking to Adam. I let her wait a minute, you yeah. know, just marinating. And he's such a dick away. on the phone. He's like, he's like, yeah, that's what my uh, my wife's calling me about something specific, but I'm just gonna let her wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where it's like. I know I need to be babysat a little bit. I n- realize that about myself at this point at 37 years old or whatever. But you, when you ask me to do something twice and I have a little light on the dashboard that says I have a, f- you know, low pressure on my tire, I, I think I deserve a little bit of credit to be like, okay, I'm actually going to, you know, check that tire and put air in it before I go. Well, and you also and, uh, own an air compressor. 
Yeah, and I had an air compressor. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point because maybe if it was a little less convenient, I would be like, ah, no, I can make it. Right. No, the compressor's right next to the tire. I filled it up quick. I went to work. And uh, needless to say, I, sleeping on the sofa might have been a stretch of the, you know, we want to contribute to the segment, you know, but um, I definitely was in a little bit of the doghouse after, after that. Yep. Well, we got a we got a laugh out of it and good right. podcast material, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. in your defense, you earned that one. Like that was well meditated. <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah, well done. Border, borderline sociopathic, but you know, pretty good, <laughs> pretty good nonetheless. Um, well, and and I have one. Yeah, and you have one. Yeah, I have one, but, but it's it really kind of my fault. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> it nice. has everything to do with Jeremy. So Jeremy's not only in trouble with his own wife, but he's in trouble with my wife as well. So if you guys recall, on the last on the last show, my wife's sitting right here tonight. So, um, yeah. Oh, you can't hear anything I'm saying? Okay. Well, um, she's working down here uh, right next to me. So if you recall on the last podcast, uh, I, uh, my wife and I, uh, Aaron, who is just super lovely, um, <laughs> is, we just come back from visiting Jeremy and my parents in South Carolina. And uh, and we told the dog story about how we rescued a dog. Well, Jeremy gave an awful lot of credit to me and very, very little to my wife and her involvement in the whole thing. In fact, as I listened back to it, her name never came out of Jeremy's mouth whatsoever. <laughs> and my wife actually, believe it or not, does listen to this podcast. So what? what? Yep. So uh, I don't know why, but she does. Um, and so she has taken issue with the fact that she played a major role in rescuing Jeremy's new dog Sadie, and her her uh, her name was never mentioned. So uh, she has. Uh, uh, just graciously, graciously asked us to uh, form a edit to that story and officially make sure that we retract um, what was said before and make sure we. In, uh, yeah, and Jeremy, you need to formally apologize as well. Um, on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, this is a big platform. You know, a lot of ears listen to this, so I feel like it's it's sufficient to you know just really come on and say how sorry I am. Aaron, that uh, your husband didn't stick up for you when I told that story <laughs> and and Pretty corrected me <laughs> because he was actually there. I wasn't there, you know. Yeah. I I was third party to this story, right. you know. So I, I did know that you were involved, and I did know that you lured the dog with jerky to the, um, you know, to actually come to you guys mm -hmm. and. Uh, so I did know that part of the story, but I feel like I should have been, you know, had a, you know, my brother should have my back on that one, and, oh, and no. I don't feel like he did. So, oh no, no, not so at all. It's not my, it's not really all my fault, but I'll, you know, still say sorry anyway. Yeah, well, um, and it, it's, it, it's really gonna throw off the podcast too, because Tom had Adam as his hero of the week this week <laughs> for rescuing the... <laughs> as, as well. So. Um, this is a mess up on all sorts of levels. Yeah, yeah, we're I'm gonna, gonna have, have to, to scramble to figure something. Yeah, out. we're gonna have to. Yep, that was. Thanks, good, right? Jeremy. Okay, so and I specifically made the intro of sleeping on the sofa sessions because Nick has one too, 
Oh, yes. Yes, he does. So, oh, no. Uh, yeah, this is the, we're in the doghouse. And, Tom, you might as well come up with a story while, because uh, you're always in the doghouse, I think. So, um, <laughs> so while Nick tells his, and we'll just get everything out in the open right now. So, Nick, yeah. It's therapy, yeah. guys. Nick, Nick, you know, we yeah. need it. Well, we were we were shooting some text around. Uh, everyone minus Jeremy, because he lives hours and hours away, so he no longer can can really hang out in person. Uh, we had another mutual friend. We're trying to plan a time to go play a little top golf. They seem to have some rules in place where we can go and be socially distanced and safe. And I was just there this past up. weekend. It was great. Yeah, yep. was it beautiful? Yeah, it was great. Great. Yep. Um, and so we're starting to throw around some potential. Well, what days of the week work? When do you think we could get? Uh, some time and yours truly says hey you know what what about november 6th throw the date out to the group throw the date out i'm like man i'm looking at my calendar i'm like this is fantastic there's nothing on the calendar whatsoever and you know someone i think a couple people responded back like friday nights are great Uh, you know we might have to wait a little bit but we'll get a reservation we'll get in there it'll be great um, so I put it on the calendar, right? The Google calendar. Now I do want a preference that I am a creature of habit and things need to be, I live religiously by my Google calendar. If something is on there, if you need me for something and you get on my calendar and it's shared with my wife, um, like I will not miss it. Well, I missed something really big and, and I, I do want to say that it wasn't on the calendar. Um, what? Oh no. I, I don't think that's going to save me. Um, but, but I just want to, I want to take a little trip down memory lane to uh, 10, 2010, exactly 10 years ago, a decade. Uh-huh. That's a pretty important number. Yep. Uh, gentlemen, 10 years, uh, 10 years ago, wow. I was in a, a beautiful, church in south st paul imagine it um south st paul minnesota um getting married to my lovely wife uh, on a certain date called november 6th so i the person who didn't just say yes but suggested the date suggested a golfing outing on his 10-year wedding anniversary it wasn't pitched to nick at all it was it was nick said the date like it wasn't like i said it and, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that's that, why he, that's why we can't see him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm, he's I'm he's bruised. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> My face is bruised. I've been pushed down the stairs a few times. Yep. Um, she handled it surprisingly better than I thought. Yeah. But I did get the look like, um, you know, you're gonna probably have to splurge a little bit right. more on that <laughs> ten year yep. anniversary gift. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Jenna's so, gonna be winning. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, At least we had a new couch that we purchased, so when I slept on it, it was ultra comfortable. <laughs> I right. thought you were gonna say, "At least I got her a couch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. Um, so we're in a rough stretch, guys. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. we're having a tough time, and it, you know, Nick, if it were, you know, 2015, I yeah. probably would have remembered it was your anniversary because I was your best man. <laughs> But, you, you know, since then, I've been Tom's best man. I've been Jeremy's best man. I can't remember all your guys' damn anniversaries, okay? I've been five times. So, I, normally, I, you know, as the five best times, man, I would take some times. of the responsibility on that. But I can't. I can't yeah, no, do this, it in this 100% situation. on me. I'm going to give blame uh, 98% to me. I am giving 2% to her for not putting it on the Google. Yeah, calendar. that's, that's <laughs> fair. I tell you what, because that is a simple thing to do. 
10 years, you could make it an all day event. So it's really yep. nice and big. You yep. could put a little emoji by it with like a wedding cake or a little something, heart, but, little heart. Yeah. A couple little hearts, yeah. you know, even the little purpley ones on the emojis that, that, you yeah. know, the, that are, uh, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, you know what, Nick, very take nice. uh, just to make Jenna feel better. Cause I know she's going to listen to this, take away a half a percent of blame, nay, a quarter percent of blame to Jenna and give it to me because I am okay. your best man. And I am, uh, you know, I, I should have right. reminded you on that. So, so point the, the two final five. tally. Yep. Final tally. Final tally. 98% Nick. <laughs> uh, I will give a point two five or point zero two five. Yeah. Point zero two five. No point two five. Oh, I'll take five. a quarter okay. of a percent. Yeah. Okay. A yep. uh, quarter percent to Adam. Yep. Um, and then, you know what? I'm just going to blame the whole thing on Anthony. I oh, think sure. that's it's easier, totally 100% on Anthony. <laughs> yep. He's not uh -huh. here to say anything. Yep. He really wanted to go, even though it was Tom that suggested it. He was uh, at your wedding. Yeah, he was. He should have known. He should have known. And so, yeah, Agreed. that makes it easy. 100% yep. on Anthony. All right. Approved. All right. Sounds good. This has been Sleeping on the Sofa session. Brought to you by the Four Norsemen. <laughs> <laughs> I've put that together in like 10 seconds. It's just Good the one. worst British accent. <laughs> Shane Ivers rocks. Like, he's got just the craziest music. Like, I mean, that's perfect. It's like Masterpiece Theater or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, uh, awesome. So, um, guys, we have an excellent show uh, for you this evening on the Norsemen. So much going on in the world right now, politically, socially, economically. Something fairly large is happening in America next Tuesday. You might have heard about it. So tonight, the Norsemen, we're going to tackle some of the most complex issues facing us today in our very own town hall slash master debate. More details on that in a few. And then it's on to another edition of Scooter's Beer of the Week, a great one for us on tap. And in lieu of Jeremy's segment tonight, I have I, uh, Jeremy. You know, you had to do so much prep for the debate tonight. That, yeah, yeah, I, that hours. Um, that I thought it wouldn't be fair to do a with Jeremy tonight. Um, so, but I actually have a special surprise for all of you guys. Something that, something that I uh, would like to do at the top of the third segment, and then Tom's hero of the week will wrap us up in that big warm bear hug that only the diesel can provide. What? Did you freeze? No. No, I didn't freeze at all. <laughs> no. I just don't know how to proceed from here because I don't know what you say after somebody goes <laughs> I just don't know how to proceed from here because usually I ask you guys a question here. Yeah. And, and we I don't, don't have anything else I don't, for you. I, yeah, I don't I don't know what to do now. You guys gave me so much crap about it last week. Now I'm gun shy and I just don't know what to do. So You know what? Ask it. I've been preparing all week. Ask it? Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Nick? Yeah, I bought the new UFC 4 video game, and I just want to say head kicks are very satisfying. Oh, great, great. Awesome. I'm super excited to play that with super you. Super so, specific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I'll, we'll tell you the story about the head kicks uh, at a later date. So, uh, Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan, I'm Adam Lee. We are the four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everyone, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen Podcast, and I'd like to talk with you about the source for all the great music on our show, 
Mr. Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Looking for music for your podcast, YouTube video, school project, or video game? SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. Best part is, tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on The Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste time worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast. It's a pain. You only need Shane Ivers. Donate and support to Shane's music on SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. We usually don't go trick-or-treating on account it's the devil's night, but the governor said we can't. So now we are because we're not a bunch of sheep. We're not going to live in fear. So I'm putting up these decorations so we can live in fear. Got my hubby setting up outside for a haunted house. I'm so excited about it. I'm doing the inside and it's spooky in here, y'all. We got all kinds of spooky decorations. Cobwebs, skeletons, a Biden 2020 sign. Um, the kids are super excited because they get to go trick-or-treating this year. And we're taking all the kids. We're taking Braxton, we're taking Tyranny, we're taking Miranda, Deanna, Lorraine. Braxton, what? What did I tell you? I said you could be a cop or you can be Batman because he's also a cop. No, you can't be the moon, Fraxon. The moon is a girl. No, we're not going to TP in this house because I fought several strangers in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart just so you could wipe your ass. I'm going as a phony witch hunt. <laughs> phony witch hunt. Hey, Fraxon, baby, go get mama's gun. No, you don't need a key, baby. It's on the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> need a key? My God. Alexa, play my spooky playlist. My fellow Americans. Our haunted house is so scary. I wouldn't come here if you're a lib unless you want to your pants. But if you want to your pants, then I would come here. We blindfold you. You walk through a pizza gate. You're fumbling around and your hand lands in a bowl of Hillary's emails. I mean, we're pulling out all the stops, okay? Holy Bibles. <laughs> Straight white marriage. <laughs> what else do I got? I go, oh my God, I scared myself. Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh my God. I did that one to myself. You kids don't eat that candy yet. Mom and dad got to check it for drugs. We got good candy, right? And alt-right Twix. Uh-uh, Fraxon, get that almond joy out of your mouth. Fraxon, you're allergic to joy. i break out in hives. <coughs> did the kids get any cough drops of their candy? Happy Halloween from the Four Norsemen. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever Four Norsemen Debate Podcast Town Hall. I will be your moderator tonight, Nick Marty. Tonight, we're going to hear from the three hosts from this wildly popular podcast on a number of different critical issues facing our world. Music, Adam, that's sports, brilliant. movies, video games, and even touch on some recent controversies that each one has been a part of. But without further delay, let's get in. It, let's get into it and ner- introduce the candidates with their opening remarks. This is Please, the gentlemen, in radio history. <laughs> keep it brief. First, we have the captain of the ship, the shepherd of our flock, the man behind the magic. That's right. Our first debater tonight is Adam Lee, Mr. Lee. I'm Adam Lee. I know everything, and am always right because I am generally the loudest person in the room. And I control the soundboard, as Nick mentioned. So, the four or five of you listening, if you want to hear more of this wonderful podcast, your vote must go to me tonight. Thank you. Who calls for? Please wait until your turn. Um, Next up, we have the eldest statesman of the podcast, the man with the most life experience. The mouth from the south. That's right. I'm talking about Big Brother Jeremy BBJ. Welcome. (laughs) 
Well, thank you, Nick Marty. I'd like to thank the uh, wonderful people at Podbean for helping host tonight. Um, I want to thank all the Four Norsemen Legion for their listeners. And uh, I just am excited to talk about these great topics with these two fine gentlemen. That's a great idea. And finally, we have the eye eye candy of the podcast, the muscle, the man meat, the beefcake. That's right. I'm talking about the diesel, Tom Ryan. Welcome, Tom. Yeah, Brad. Thank you, Nick. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, gentlemen, uh, the people want to hear from you, so, so let's begin. Uh, Being the leader of the podcast world requires conviction. It requires you to take a stand and make a decision that isn't always popular. So please start by telling us something that most people like that you simply don't get. For this moderator, it's you too. I think they're garbage and I'd rather listen to Jeremy singing diva jams on repeat (laughs) than listening to them. Uh, We will uh, be selecting uh, the speaking order in random order tonight. It has been selected through a computer model uh, that is completely random. Uh, Big Brother Jeremy, you have the first question tonight. Please tell us something that most people like that you simply do not get. Well, one thing you could take to the bank about Jeremy Lee is I take a stand. I do not waver. I do not hesitate. Could you speak I a will clear? tell you how I feel, and I will stand behind it for the test of time. What? Nobody likes donuts, and I just love donuts. <laughs> whether it's Krispy Kreme, whether it's Dunkin' Donuts, Boston Cream Pies, Glazed, Bismarck's, Jelly Filled, Pumpkin. Fat. I am the ambassador of donuts and i will be forever known as the donut ambassador for the podcast team. break it down wonderful uh mr ryan your rebuttal who doesn't like donuts <laughs> how on earth is that a stance you take that you know all of these people that don't like donuts there's tons of things people don't like donuts are not one of them don't vote for Jeremy. Mr. Lee. Um, well, I'm going to I'm going to divert a little bit different from from my opponents here. And the question which was a great one, I think was something that everyone likes that I don't. Right? Correct? Uh, correct. Okay. Uh, correct. mine would be Nirvana. I think Nirvana is the most damn overrated band that's in the, in the history of music i don't get it i don't see the appeal i never have there are so many better bands that come out during the grunge era and just because they were the first grunge band supposedly doesn't make them the best neil armstrong was the first guy on the moon it doesn't mean he's a better astronaut than buzz aldrin mario came before luigi guess what luigi can jump higher Big Brother Jeremy came before Adam Lee. Do I need to say more than that? Moderator, please control 
Mr. Adam Lee. Pearl Jam and yes. Soundgarden. is out of line. Pearl Jam and Soundgarden put out far better music. The best thing to come out of Nirvana was Foo Fighters. If Kurt Cobain was still alive today, he'd be sitting somewhere really fat in a beanbag chair Time. eating Cheetos. And Time. he would not be as fondly remembered. So Nirvana is mine. Wonderful. Uh, uh, please, candidates, refrain from speaking over the other ones. Uh, we want to make sure that we are, are using this manner to be civil uh, and, and, and be high-quality individuals. Unprofessional. Um, yeah, and professional. Thank you. Uh, second question. Uh, all three of you are documented Minnesota sports fans. Even though Wrong. one of you recently bolted to the South to live with college football, football royalty. Uh, right now, the, the state of Minnesota sports is dire. It is worse than it's ever been. The Twins were swept out of the playoffs once again. 18 straight playoff losses. The Vikings are 1-5. Our, our lone hope, the Minnesota Golden Gopher football team, was destroyed by COVID and the Michigan Wolverines this past weekend. The Wild are in rebuilding mode. And the Timberwolves are simply, well, the Timberwolves. Your next question of the debate is to sell the Minnesota podcast audience some hope. In these dark sports times, what should Minnesota sports fans cling on to for the future? Where is our bright spots? Once again, this order was picked randomly by a very sophisticated computer model. Big Brother Jeremy, you are up first. Well, selling hope is what I do. That is part of my whole campaign. Wrong. It is all about hope. Fake it, is, it is all about preaching to the legion of four Norsemen You're people fake. that we are not going to go down without a fight. You're a fraud. Vikings are one year past making the playoffs. Kirk Cousins last year threw for 6,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Talk to us about your email. And he will return to that form. <laughs> the Twins have three number one aces in their, in their rotation, and they will return to form next year. The Timberwolves have three number one draft picks next year, and they will reload. And the Wild are going to be active in, in free agency and have already traded Zach Parise and Ryan Suter this year. And they will retool and rebuild and be a Stanley Cup contender once again. Uh, Big Brother Jeremy, you said something there, and I just want to know to go on the record. Did I hear you say that you are a are you are pro Kirk Cousins in this time? It's a hotly debated topic. Uh, you have a chance here to to finally tell us your stance. Are you pro or anti Kirk Cousins? Well, th it is. This is not fake news. This is the facts. Jeremy Lee stands behind the facts, and Kirk Cousins threw for six thousand yards last year, and threw for fifty touchdowns wrong and break news that is all you need to know about Kirk Cousins the offensive line is porous the defense is not supporting him whatsoever which is all true um and he will return to form and we do not need to go draft quarterback next year even though Trevor Lawrence is a delight of a number one draft pick that I would really like to have on our football team objection yeah Mr. Ryan in typical Jeremy fashion, in selling hope, he alienates half of our fan base. He completely ignores the best franchise in Minnesota right now, the Minnesota Lynx. Woo! 
They have won four titles in the last eight years. They've been in the finals six times in the last eight years, and they continue to dominate. I don't know what is wrong with Jeremy Lee. For whatever reason, he does not like women. This is a documented fact. Mr. Marty, can I can I interject? Yes, please? yes, please. Your rebuttal, Mr. Lee. It is well documented throughout no, the podcast lore of the Four Norsemen that Tom Ryan has a un just a hatred for myself and the attacks that you are allowing him to lay on me right now is just. It's it's un-American. It's Wrong. just not fair. Did you did you ever just, bring up did you ever bring up the greatest franchise that, in the last decade in that Minnesota? That is not the question here, Mr. Ryan. The You're selling hope. Is, How do you sell hope the, if the you don't talk about is, the best? Is that you win candidates, 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 hatred, candidates, hatred. I love women. Let's pull it back together. Candidates, younger Mr. Lee. You have not had a chance to respond to the question. <laughs> Please respond. I think it's fair to say that everything my opponents have said here is an absolute load of crap. There is no hope. There is no hope whatsoever for this state. The late Sid Hartman, who was a sports institution here in Minnesota, just recently passed away at the age of 100, 100 years Wonderful, beautiful years old. He saw the original Minneapolis Lakers win championships. Saw the Gophers win national titles. Football team, that is. Saw the Vikings go to Super Bowl four times. And unfortunately lose, but at least they went and didn't blow it in the NFC Championship game. Even saw the Twins win two World Series, which, you know, we we were all young when that happened. Don't remember. Fast forward to the end of Sid's life, 2020, and there's nothing. A hockey team that can't make the playoffs, and when they do, they make it. They can't even make it past, past the first round. A Vikings team that has almost as bad of a QB history as the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Well, at least the city of Cleveland has won a major title in the last 10 years, by the way. The Timberwolves are only relevant on my PlayStation, where all of my players are jacked up to an overall 99 rating. And then there's the Twins. Twins. 18 straight playoff losses. The most of any professional franchise in North America. You want hope, folks. We start fresh. We start anew. We start a flaming unicycle <laughs> hockey team because there is no hope for any of the major sports. The future is in FUPA. In FUPA. Thank you, Mr. Lee, for that depressing outlook on our current state Fake of news. being. <laughs> um, one of the biggest things we have lost during this pandemic is the ability to go to the movies, the popcorn. The ICs, the dots getting thrown at the screen. Many, stu <laughs> many studios have started to release their new films digitally for rental instead of the traditional practice of releasing them into theaters first. Please tell me, where do you stand in this issue? Do you like this new approach? And should it become standard practice once COVID is done? Our computer, our sophisticated computer model has uh, randomly selected our first person to 
respond. Uh, Big Brother Jeremy, uh, you are first. <laughs> Mr. Moderator, Nick Marty, thank you for bringing this up. This subject really digs deep and hurts me in my soul. Is it at... Excuse me. It's Audience ridiculous. Members. It's yep. the greatest tra- travesty in modern filmmaking. These filmmakers, these studios like Disney are charging $69.99 for one viewing of these movies. And it's just a absolute just a miscarriage of justice. And we need some reform and somebody to hold these studios accountable to make a fair marketplace to give us the movies that we were supposed to get in the theater at a fair Why don't price. you talk about your emails? With, you know, Mr. Lee, I have the time right now. You do not have the time right now. And you he doesn't are want to talk about rude, the emails. Rude, bald. Yeah. Uh, younger, younger Mr. Lee, I do have a mute button that I will use. Please allow your big brother to... Uh, to, to finish his statement. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's all right. alternate truths. No, I'm done. Uh, oh, he's done. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ryan. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. I'm going to leave this alone for you. I'm going to take a stance. I believe there's no need to reopen these movie theaters. Oh. I love watching a movie at home. Make it a reasonable price. I'd rather pay that than drive into a movie theater. I can buy the candy. I could pay somebody to DoorDash me some food. You know? There's jobs created every time. It's not like we're losing all these jobs. Movie uh, theaters are gross. Uh, you don't need to be in a movie theater. They're tell disgusting. Back to the, all the people that are sitting at home. Excuse me. Not getting unemployment <laughs> benefits now. And are Who's not on the floor? There should be shoveling popcorn. Mr. Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee. And serving Sour Patch Kids and representing the great American institution of movies. Well, this you is were just stupid I, as hell. Last time I take it easy on Jeremy. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Mr. Ryan, I'd like to apologize for Mr. Lee's behavior, um, but your time is up. <laughs> uh, younger Lee. While I agree with one of the candidates here on the stage tonight, uh, no one has come up with any kind of a plan. Let me tell you my plan. I hate people, so I'm all for it. Close the damn things down. There will be no more, and I'm going to get specific here, no more people talking behind you. No more loud guy chewing his popcorn. Behind you to the point where you want to drop kick him. No more obnoxious 17-year-old kids throwing sticky dots on the movie screen. There are two things that I would miss about the movies, and I will be glad in my policies to provide them to those that are at home because you can't get fresh dots anywhere else. I will make sure that under my plan, people will always have access to the freshest dots. 
right at their doorstep all the time. And they will also have access to the coldest ICs. The coldest ICs for them to watch their movies. And you know what? Jeremy, Jeremy, you said sixty dollars. Let's charge them a hundred. Let's charge them a hundred because you're people will pay. In your and smut and your dirty, <laughs> dirty movies. You, where are you going to watch those movies now? We know you don't watch those on your phone. We know you can't watch. I them watch at them home. on my laptop. You are the Pee Wee Herman of this debate, and you. Do you want to see my laptop? Downtown, dirty. <laughs> Dirty you can't even open it. That's how much you use it. And we know that what you say here has no credence, and you will be at those theaters. Uh, uh, all right, G gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I think we're going to put it's this topic. News. You're to wrong. Bed. Thank you. Thank it you. Um, we seem to be getting a little testy, so we are going to go into something that you all knew was coming. Each of you has been embroiled in some controversy as of late. And so I'm going to allow each of you to respond on air in front of the Good. 10 listeners of this podcast very to set the, second, set the record straight. They're according to women our, listeners. According to our sophisticated random picker, Big Brother Jeremy, you are up first. Um, Big Brother Jeremy, uh, leaked, yes, photos, uh, leaked photos have surfaced of you uh, at a WrestleMania from a few years ago in a John Cena shirt. OMG. There are, there are many out there that are concerned that you don't have a good grasp on what a good wrestler should be like. So my question for you is, are you officially pro John Cena? And is he one of the greatest wrestlers of all time? 15 years, sir moderator. 15 years. John Cena was at the top of the wrestling industry. He was a 15-time world champion, only bested by the 16-time nature boy, Ric Flair. Hulk Hogan didn't dominate that long. Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't dominate that long. You can hate him, you can love him, but as I said at the beginning of this debate, when I take a stand, Jeremy Lee takes a stand, and I am pro John Cena, and I'm really glad you didn't bring up the Ultimate Warrior incident. I was just about to get to that, that is it also true that Jeremy Lee was the only person in New Orleans at WrestleMania 30 who booed the real Ultimate news. Warrior it's real news. the night before he passed away? Take away his votes. <laughs> I I have no comment on that. <clears throat> you can't trust him. Mr. Ryan, we move to you. In the summer of 2020, you went on record with a very controversial stance on music. Sure did. We have it documented that you believe that Lady Gaga should be nowhere near anyone's top 10 musicians list. <laughs> There are individuals in your close circle who, who you, whose hearts you have crushed with this belief. Can Gosh. you please set the record straight on that conversation that happened Ooh. and what your stance is on Lady Gaga and Ooh. top 10 musician lists? Can I interject, Mr. Thank moderator? You, no, you may not. No, you may not. <laughs> Thank you, moderator. Well, I'd like to set the record straight. And 
let you all know that I don't mind Lady Gaga. In fact, she's she's delightful. Wavering. Wavering. What I do not like is if Let's she's in somebody's all-time top 10. She cannot belong there. She's lovely. She's weird. She's talented. But she's not top 10 worthy. I love women. I rest my case. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, we... We hope oh, that calls this, for diesel there. <laughs> we hope that this time has healed some relationships that 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 I know that that crucial statement has has severed. Uh, now we turn to you, Mr. Adam Lee. Hi. Uh, there was some recent Fake controversy news. around your significant other that she did not have a strong emotional reaction to the death of the beloved character Uncle Keith in One Tree Hill. It's, it's uh, fake news. How do you respond uh, to people who are still hurting over that life-changing story arc, uh, hearing that, that she had very little emotional response to it? <clears throat> it's fake I'm... news, by the way. My wife had, I'm going to, you know what? I'm being so passionate about this. I'm going to stick my thumb over my fist and point at you like JFK. My wife needed to sure we needed to explain that uncle keith did indeed die on one tree hill this is really awkward because she's sitting right next to me right now and usually she's upstairs while we record this podcast <laughs> but once it was explained the gravity the gravity of uncle keith being shot by his brother dan which could be Spoiler something that alert. happens between st certain brothers on this podcast. <laughs> this is not the man who should be leading this podcast. <laughs> I would just like to point out that this man... I run the board. ...never stood behind his wife or One Tree Hill. No, Moderator, it's, would it's, you please it's the opposite. Yeah. She has never stood behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and when she uh, has... It has been with a knife in hand. <laughs> Fake news. Uh, I, I would just like to make sure we fact-checked that if Adam does not run the podcast, we cannot have a podcast because no one else knows how to do it. <laughs> That's speculation. That's speculation. Awesome. Uh, well, well, gentlemen. I just want to thank Yeah, I just want to <laughs> thank you. I want to uh, thank you all. Uh, for participating in the first ever Four Norsemen debate. Uh, we will close by giving each one of you uh, a few moments for your final thoughts. Uh, plunking it into the random computer-generated system, uh, Big Brother Jeremy, uh, you have been selected to answer this question first. Well, thank you, Mr. Moderator. Thank you, my fellow debaters. Thank you, Four Norsemen. Legion, I am taking a stand i am the candidate you want to vote for jeremy lee next tuesday go to the polls and vote with your heart and i appreciate all of you thank you thank you for for being a part of this um mr tom ryan uh your your time is now thank you moderator so it's uh, it's pretty simple I am the biggest baiter. I am the best baiter. I have the largest baiter in the group. And if you don't want to vote for me, 
you definitely can't vote for Jeremy. Unprofessional. Who would vote for that? All I'm saying is you don't have to vote for me. Just don't vote for him. Uh, and, and we will end with, with our captain, uh, Mr. Adam Lee, your final thoughts. Listen, folks. All right, I just want to get real with you here for a second. I'm a crotchety, crotchety son of a b There's no question about that. But you know what? I manipulate it in such a way that it almost comes across charming to most. I'm realistic. I don't wallow around in la-la land. I know everything. Just ask me. Humility is my strongest attribute. I believe that everyone merging onto the freeway should be going at least the speed limit by the time they reach the end of the on-ramp. I agree with that, by I, the way. I believe Amen. in turn signals and cruise controls. I deserve, nay, I am destined to win this debate tonight. And even if the votes count against me, I will never accept the results. So just vote for me anyway. It'll be way easier on all of us. God bless me. And then God bless Bless me some more. <laughs> Rudy was not tucking in his shirt, by the way. Just admit it. Rudy was not tucking in his shirt. Oh, yeah, no, there's no way he was tucking his shirt. That's what we could all agree on. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for participating. Please get on social media. Vote for your favorite candidate. Uh, and we will reveal the results of this uh, this debate winner uh, on the next Four Norsemen podcast. For Nick Marty, the moderator, uh, we this was the first ever Four Norsemen co-host debate. More to come on this edition of the Four Norsemen. We'll wrap up the show. We have a special surprise for all and Tom's Hero of the Week. Sit tight. Time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. Scooter, what is this week's Beer of the Week? All right, well, last time, uh, Tom had requested some more information on a beer called the Scotch Ale. Mm -hmm. And you know, when Tom requests, I cannot deny. No. No. Demands, requests can't oh, deny either anything. way. So, yep. Nope. But I am always no, happy to take requests it. and do some uh, beer exploration for, for you guys. Mm -hmm. So so just a little bit of background. A Scotch Ale is a highly malty, rich, sweet, big beer. Um, it has a huge amount of grain in it and uh, higher alcohols. Mm -hmm. It's very sweet, malty, caramely beer um it is not a beer you're gonna have multiples of it is a it is a fine wine of sure. beer wow. um there is no scotch in scotch ale 
but it is Scottish. Okay. But it's also not a Scottish ale. That okay. might confuse you a little bit. It does. Um, there are two beers. There's Scotch Ale and Scottish Ale. Scottish Ale is a lot less alcohol and not as uh, strong in flavor as a Scotch Ale. Okay. So when you want to look for a Scotch Ale, think Scotch. So you're looking for the higher alcohol beer, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it does have no Scotch in it. It is related to the English barley wine. Uh, very similar, uh, similar style but it's definitely Scottish. The big thing with these beers back in the day, um, Scotland was really good at growing grain, mm-hmm. not so good at growing hops. Okay. So their beers tend to be very malty and have a lot to them. You know, they're hardworking people. They need something that's going to sustain them. Um, and this beer was developed for okay. that. Gotcha. So the beer that I chose for this week is by Whole Hog Brewing. Um, out of the Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Okay. It is the Lord James Scotch Ale, otherwise known. Scotch ales are also known as Wee Heavies. It's a Wee Heavy beer. It's a Wee Heavy beer. Wee Heavy beer. Alcohol by volume on this bad boy is a 7.3%, and IBUs are 76. Wow. That seems a little high yeah. um, because Scotch ales, you really don't notice the bitterness from hops in it. Um, it is only there for its preservative qualities because sure. um, they usually tend to be in the like 26 to 36 range. This has 76, but the brewing company itself says if it can be kicked up a notch, they're going to do it. Um, so it's alcohol is higher than normal. Usually that's in the six something range. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kicked up the alcohol. They kicked up the, the IBUs a little bit, but you don't notice it. It's, I don't notice hardly any bitterness in this beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is distributed throughout the Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. So you guys should be able to find it over there. Jeremy, sorry, none for you. But if you are looking for a Scotch Ale, I will suggest the Dirty Bastard by Founders should be able to find that out there it is a dark amber copper colored beer with a very fast disappearing um off-white head um the the, it doesn't last very long the carbonation on this beer is kind of low and that that's pretty much too style Mm -hmm. uh the beer is very clear there's no cloudiness to it if it is cloudy there might be something wrong with it or they didn't do a very good job of filtering out the yeast and anything else here i will say um in brewing we call this a big beer when they brew it they brew this first when they take all the the wart off for making the beer for this one they'll put more water in the grains and get a small beer out of it so it it was a way of before they really had the calculations for how much grain and water you needed um they would just use the grain until it stopped making wort Okay. So you get progressively smaller beers, but you would start, this would be your first runnings, and they call it a big beer. So this week's Beer of the Week was the Whole Hog Brewing Company's Lord James Scotch Ale, otherwise known as a Wee Heavy. Alcohol by volume, 7.3%. IBU, 76. This is the Four Norsemen. back third and final segment of the four norsemen nick marty big brother jeremy the diesel tom ryan my name's adam lee 
Thanks for being here with us. Appreciate you. Um, you know, we should plug social media quick so everybody knows to go and vote for me on the winner of the debate. That is. So Facebook, Twitter, um, emails, Norseman4, that's the number four, at gmail.com, and uh, MySpace as well. Yeah, blown up there. Yeah, great job. Okay, good job on the debate. Thanks for thanks to Scooter for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Um, thanks, Scoot. Oh, man. Like, he just started laying down the knowledge on the Scotch Ales. What was it? Yeah, Scot- no clue there was a difference there. Yeah. Yeah, the Scotch Ale that I had was, uh, it's called Cold Smoke. Yeah. And it's a little lighter than what he was describing. It's only 11 IBUs. Yeah. And then it was 6.5%. So it was one that you certainly could drink a few of and be fine but i could imagine if you're going higher gravity and potentially some you know higher ibus you might not sure. want to have too sure. many sure 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 yeah, yeah right on yeah um it definitely a different class of beer like he he talked a lot about the the maltiness of it and that certainly appeals to me um because I, I, I love malt and so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find the one he he had and say yeah, scooter's beer of the week as I said before, we're going to skip Jeremy's segment uh, because he's exhausted from the debate. He, he, fell he worked asleep. hard. Yep, he yeah. really did. Yeah. yeah, it's the first time Jeremy has prepped for anything yeah. for five minutes uh, uh, when it comes to the show. But believe it or not, believe it or not, we begged and we begged and we begged people to send us stuff, and you know what? You've got mail. I got we mail. We got an Yay! email. Yay! I got mail. Yay! All right, we've got some mail. We've got some fan mail. We got to read, guys. Yeah. Here in the in, at the top of the third segment. So this first email, I'm just going to jump right in, is from uh, Jordan from Wausau, Wisconsin. Uh, Jordan uh, reads, uh, "Love the show. Uh, you guys are awesome, but that beer guy is kind of a hack." And he has some suggestions here uh, for another segment with Jeremy. Uh, so with Jeremy, there are these explain a movie badly things out there on the internet. So a man in his memory is challenged, uh, challenged companion, uh, search for his kidnapped son equals finding Nemo. We should give Jeremy some of those and see if he can guess the movie. So again, man and his memory challenge companion search for his kidnapped son equals finding Nemo. So uh, a, a, a Jordan who very, uh, I think it's a great suggestion. What do you guys think about that? It is because Jeremy's like movies is one of his things. We learned that he had that talent with movie quotes. So I think yeah. a it, if we could find it, it could be some difficulty, but it's at least in a realm that he could be successful with, right. which is kind of that perf- perfect blend. Right, right on. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. But I do have to disagree with the first part of that email. I, I don't think that there there is a hack. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's talking about there. The beer yeah. guy scooter is is wonderful. Yeah. I think Scooter's um, going to have something to say to Jordan about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we we, we should let him take a chance uh, on the next time we record Scooter's Beer of the Week or even have him on live with us to talk back to Jordan about his beer knowledge. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that. All uh, right. Our, our next two emails uh, are from – one is from an Anthony and the other one is from a Tony. 
So, uh, <laughs> so you know, I don't want you guys to get them mixed up, okay? So one we'll call Anthony, the other we'll call Tony, okay? Um, so from Anthony, Anthony writes, Hey, guys, long-time listener, first-time emailer here. I would have said Adam won the candy draft, but the dots uh, ruined it and disqualified mm -hmm. him. So I'm I have to say that Tom won. Great choices by all, including Jeremy, amazingly enough, and looking forward to more amazing podcasts. See, now, uh, like, That's I didn't... That's what I'm talking about. See, Man, now, I didn't... are awful. I didn't realize this, though. Like, people hate them. Like, yeah, the, yeah, dude, the reason for that, though, is because they don't get fresh ones, and they're, you cannot... There's no it's such like, thing. There is. No, no, it's like one out of 20 packs you buy is fresh. Yeah, I agree right. with you that they're hard to find. Yeah, but then it's it, not it, a high-quality candy. Yeah, yeah, the, I, the other I agree reason... The other reason is you maybe the freshness, but also because they taste awful and they have <laughs> a terrible texture to them. That and little so, detail. The fresh yeah. ones are detail. good. The I fresh mean, ones are good. If you could fix the texture and the flavor, they would be top notch. <laughs> and the color and like, the marketing. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten torn apart for because I I think honestly as far as chocolate candies go, I had Reese's and Twix. It's hard to beat those, correct? So mm -hmm. like Snickers. I mean, they're on par with, you know, Snickers is on par with those two, but I mean, those are two really strong picks. And then everybody likes Tootsie Pops, you know? So it's like, so if I had just picked Starbursts instead, I would have, I, I would have murdered the candy yeah, drop, but I have we gotten can't all, we can't all say what we would have done. But I mean. knowing now that no one picks Starbursts, like, I feel like if I wanted to appeal to the masses, which I don't really give a shit about, um, because I love dots and you can all suck it. Um, but, uh, but I feel like for the sake of winning, which I want anyway, because I never accept the results of anything, uh, uh, uh I, I, I guess I should have picked Starburst instead, uh, to which my wife so eloquently pointed out to me after she listened to the podcast that I should have picked Starburst instead. So there we go. Okay. Let's move on to Tony. Uh, Tony is writing us from Pine City, Minnesota, um, and all picks were uh, legit for the candy draft. But he feels like six, uh, but four picks total doesn't do candy justice. So maybe we should look forward to March and do a March Madness 64 bracket. And uh, Nick will figure out the rules because he's our our, our yep. bracket expert. And we could all argue and decide the winner uh, on the way to the grand champion and maybe do rounds where we vote. And also Tony uh, suggests maybe Little Debbie's. And he's then he gets confused and then says, is that candy or a d dessert snack? Is a dessert snack a category you could argue? Damn, I love food. Haha. <laughs> so thank you, Tony, for your email. Oh, 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 okay, but... Okay, so Tony from Pine City must be a first-time listener because there is four of us, and the segment is called the top four. Yeah. So he must not have got the bit the first time we drafted or something because we can't have – I mean, it's just in the four Norseman bylaws. We cannot have more than four picks. It does. It does make it more challenging. 
to to do a uh, so. You just but, have to pick the four best. So, but <laughs> we Jeremy. have four brackets. We can. Tony's, do a, go. Tony's, a, good, Tony's a good list. Tony's a good listener. I just four, four brackets. Well, we don't know that Tony's a good a good listener. He just emailed for the very first time. We don't know that <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. we, we so these are all mysterious is. people that we do <laughs> no. not know whatsoever. Yeah. I would vote though that snack cakes are not part of it. No, I would too. I would say that, I, that as well. That, uh, but I would vote that snack cakes are delicious. Yes, yeah. uh, and we yeah. could do our own dessert snack draft at some point and include yeah. all those sweet treats that 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 uh, that aren't candy but are desserts. So mm-hmm. you know, pie, cake, chocolate cake, ice cream cake, ice cream cake. Queen. Did you say steak? <sighs> no, mistake. Mistake. Did somebody say? Mistake. <laughs> 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 somebody say yeah. So you got me all excited. Yep. So uh, there we Underrated. go. We've actually got some emails. Keep them coming. We appreciate you it. You got mail. And, I got uh, mail. Yeah. Yay, uh, Norseman4, the number Yay. four, at gmail.com. Send us your stuff. We we will read them on the air. And honestly, like I know I said this last show, where if you email us, I will rip you, to par- rip you apart. Th- those were actually good points, except the dots thing. You can all f- suck it on the dots <laughs> uh, thing, because dots are delicious. Um, you probably like candy corn too, don't you? I like candy corn with oh, peanuts oh, and M and M's. Peanuts and M and M's. Uh, they're delicious with peanuts and M and M's. Candy corn. I've never seen it with M and M's. I've seen it with yeah, I've seen it with peanuts, but not with M and M's. Yeah, just find no. a find the harvest find a harvest right mix, man. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's peanuts and M and M's in there. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's bulky, it, but I consider it carry on. And then you get the mellow cream pumpkins, which are the same thing as candy corn, but they're they're in a pumpkin form. Those are. Different. Those are they're they're better. I don't know if they're, but it's the same Who thing. Cares? It's just for some reason they taste better. I don't know what it is, but mix those with some uh, peanuts and some chocolate. You're, it's wonderful. But no, I do not like candy corn just on its own. Chocolate candy corn sucks. Riveting radio. Yeah, for sure. So the final tally for that that was one for me. No, I think no, I think I think you actually, from a tally standpoint, which I totally disagree with, um, yeah. you won, Tom, because I think you got some votes on on yeah, Facebook. I, um, I think Tom had like three or four. Yes, the rest Tom, of us Tom had one the, or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one was skunked. No one was no one skunked. skunked. No one skunked. And yeah. nope. I won the fast food draft, so I mean, no, Tom you didn't. Won I, one and no, I won one. no. Why would you have won the fast food draft? You picked five Could, guys the first round. Yeah. Do, do we need to do a Florida? <laughs> And recount this bitch because I don't think there's any hanging chads here. Look, that I had the most votes from my list, and I I had way more agreements on five guys than you had on dots. Every great show has a Uh low point, right? The final season of How I Met Your Mother, right? When 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 Joey and Rachel Rachel dated and then didn't. No, I love that. I did too, and then they when yeah. they didn't actually date. Yeah. Like, there's low points of the show. Yeah, we've already hit ours. Joey was Jeremy way better for Rachel oh, than Ross ever. Hundred percent. We could do a whole show. Yeah, we on could. That. Let's do that next week. I just Let's watch that, that episode. Okay. Yep, for sure. Here we go. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeballs, stupefying hero of the week. That's right. It's Tom's hero of the week. We decided it was important especially after a show like this, man, we were all over the place, to end with something positive. The Diesel has us covered. Take it away, buddy. Well, thanks, Adam. So we all like a good hero story. We do. That's why we uh, end the show with him. Yeah. Marshall (laughs) Helm 
of Salem, Illinois, mm. is being heralded, heralded as a hero. Okay. After he uh, he was walking his granddaughter to the bus stop earlier this week, and the bus driver actually pointed to a house and said, "Look, there's smoke." Being the seven-year-old war vet, also going through cancer treatment, so there's a little underlying condition he had to worry about. He runs over to the house, goes through the garage door, runs past the flames, and yells into the house to see if his neighbors are there. It just so happens his two neighbors were asleep and woke up to him shouting. Oh, wow. And they all ran out the back door and they were showing pictures of what the aftermath was and there was nothing left of that house. Wow. So though it's more of a, a classic, here's a fire, got him out kind of story, Marshall Helm, good on you. Yeah, 70 years old and and going through cancer ass, treatment. Mm. Yeah. Nice job. So how many people were in the house? Just two? It said two. Okay. Yeah. All right. And just walking his daughter to the or his, his granddaughter. granddaughter to the Yeah. So he was doing stop. a double deeter there. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Well good on you, Marshall. Anybody who runs into a fireman, oh oh man. Gotta give him yeah. props. It's that fight or flight mentality, right? Yeah. Where well, you I mean, just don't know. That was the only way he could get in, though, because the front door he couldn't get into, so he had to, like, open the garage door. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's an older house where the garage door probably isn't, you know, super secure, and that's how well, he got I, in. And I assume, you know, I've only seen movies of it, but uh, you, you got to worry about some kind of backdraft. You flip open the door like that. Backdraft, great Damn. movie. Yeah. All right, cool. That's a good hero of the week. Thanks, man. Great. Appreciate that. Say things I shouldn't. Like Jeremy did. Great show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. I got mad a little bit. I have, you know, heavy stances on things. Compassionate. Compassionate. That's why you should vote for me. That's why I already won the debate. That's it for this episode of The Four Norsemen. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the show. We, we proved it tonight. Questions, comments, rants, send it our way. We're going to read it. Twitter, Facebook, emails, Norseman4, the number four, gmail.com. Find us all sorts of places to listen. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, Overcast. So many places to check us out. And, of course, on our home Podbean page, Four Norsemen. You gotta spell it all out. Four Norsemen. Dot Podbean. Dot com. Thanks to Shane Ivers. Shane Ivers is awesome. Silverman Sound. Dot com for providing music as well. And uh, like seriously, I was able to go on there and I found uh, Halloween music. No problem for tonight's show. Happy Halloween to everyone. Enjoy yourself. Be safe uh, during uh, these times. And uh, uh, the kids deserve it. So go out and and, uh, and, and do something special for them uh, as well. Special thanks to Nick Marty, the Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy, as always. And to you folks, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. For all of us here at the Four Norsemen, I'm Adam Lee, considering those eardrums. Satisfied. I would so pound five guys right now. No, it's God, Jeremy. Jesus. Booby tassels? I did not know them. I didn't either.
Goodbye. Thank you. I miss you. Bye, guys. I think my dog got the poop. I love you. That sucked. Negative. <laughs>